Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews. Any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. So this week uh, you might have seen the title, it's a little bit different from sort of the typical conversations but I wanted to put this in audio format just because it's a question I get pretty much every single day. I get people emailing me asking for a meal plan, four week, six week, twelve week or if I can give them really specific nutrition advice. So I thought Rather than having to explain it each time, although I probably still will, um, this just gives a resource I can send on to people and also might answer your question if you find that you're reaching out to nutritionists for a meal plan and they're not being super helpful to you. So there's a whole range of reasons that some personal and some regulatory that I will not write you a meal plan. The first one, the thing that I think is most important and that you should be aware of, is that anyone who is not a registered dietitian cannot write a meal plan. The reason being, it is deemed prescribing a meal plan. And when you're a dietitian, you do rounds in the NHS, in the medical profession, you are closely aligned. When you're a nutritionist, you learn nutritional information, but not within a medical field, unless you decide to specialise in that. That is why you'll often see on Instagram, dietitians will really focus on the fact that they are dietitians, that is their realm of expertise. So baseline, I'm not really allowed to. And if I wrote you a meal plan and you became unwell because I gave you certain quantities that weren't right for you, you end up malnourished or I trigger an allergy, just things that maybe I wasn't aware of. And it may not come from a malicious place. It may be completely accidental. If you decided to pursue legal action, my insurance may not cover me if I wrote a meal plan because that's not within my scope of practice. So that you are safe and I am safe, I will not write a meal plan. Keeps all bases covered. I very often will actually refer leads and people that have discovery calls with me onto a dietitian when they really, really heavily want a meal plan. I can talk to them about the benefits and drawbacks of having a meal plan, but ultimately if they decide that's what they really want, especially right now, and maybe a nutritionist is what they want in the future, I will say you need to look at a dietitian directory, you need to look into dietitians near you, maybe go to your doctor and get referred to a dietitian. But looking at lots of nutritionists is not going to help you because they cannot do what you require. I'm perfectly happy to refer on as needed. So on to some more sort of reasons that are a bit more personal to me that I won't write you a meal plan. The first thing being you are an individual I don't know your stress, sleep levels, hunger levels, hormones, etc. A meal plan will assume quite a lot about you because I don't know a lot of things. I can only go by what you tell me in a discovery call. And unless you want to write down how you feel every moment of every day, and even then every day is not the same, I don't have the level of knowledge about you that you have ultimately. So I don't want to impose what I think you need onto what you actually need. And your day can vary on a day-to-day basis, depending on what you do. As much as I can individualise a plan, it cannot be to the level that you would know about your day. And also, if you book in for me and you say, okay, we're gonna book in an hour discovery call, 
do you want to spend half an hour of that going through well on Mondays I do this this is how often I averagely sleep this is this this is how many steps I do I'm going to track all of this in order to make it fully individualized for you whereas if you're moving from a place of education and not a meal plan you might say actually I didn't sleep very well last night this is how I'm going to take that into my day I'm feeling really stressed here's how I can take that into my day actually with this part of my cycle I know my patterns are this etc can educate you on that and help you find what works for you through education but writing a meal plan of eat x amount of grams of protein eat x amount of grams of this food not going to help you understand how to deal with that or me know what you're going through next thing is meal plans are fairly rigid we've all been there when you get to the office you eat your lunch too early nothing for lunchtime you go and buy some food etc now if you were on a strict meal plan you would have maybe quote unquote failed to stick to your meal plan because it says eat this amount of food at this time of day but you were just really hungry you couldn't concentrate on work in the morning so you had it early would that be deemed failing a meal plan or is that meal plan just failed to accommodate your day and your changing hunger and if something is easy to fail and you fail it often you're either going to have to edit it you're not going to feel great you're going to rebound and be like, I'm going to really stick to it and get into that sort of diet mindset. Or what often happens, and don't worry, nutritionists are very aware of it. We, we've all done it. And we had to do a uni where we followed a meal plan and like noticed stuff down. And everyone was like, yeah, I didn't quite put everything. You slowly start to lie or omit things so that when we check in, if I said, how's the meal plan going? You go, oh, yeah, I stuck to it. It was great. On Tuesday, all good. Whereas on Tuesday, actually, you're really hungry because you had to rush into the office so you didn't have as much breakfast or actually you didn't sleep very well so you were feeling a little more fatigued so you reached for more food. But you don't want to tell me that because you feel like it makes you a failure. What has happened now is you are paying me for a service but I can't facilitate it because I don't have all the information. And the reason I don't is because it's coming from a place of guilt and fear and shame rather than actually I was a little more hungry and we've had this conversation about when, when I'm a little more hungry actually I'm gonna shorten the window between meals because I know that works for me and actually blah 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 and we talk about it because it comes from a place of you knowing your body and I'll always accept that whereas a meal plan is me saying here's what I've given you have you adhered to it and chances are probably so that leads us on to the next one when you have a meal plan it means ultimately I'm in control not you and I know this might sound quite counterintuitive, but my aim is for you to not need me. I want you to feel educated, in control, and that you can make the best decisions for you, your body, and your life, not me. I don't want you to work with me forever. I mean, I'm sure it'd be good for my bank balance, um, although I think you'd start to question if you worked with me forever, if it was helping me. But it's the idea that actually you want to work with me improve be educated again feel that sort of i know what i'm doing to the point that you can take that with you now you may need to come back you may need additional help that's very normal but i want you to fill in a place where you've made that progress if i just gave you a meal plan said follow it and then a month later you went this worked this didn't work edit it a little bit okay there you go here's another meal plan repeat next month forever that puts me in control of what you're eating 
for a long time. And especially with different cultural preferences, meal preferences, it may be that you want to take a little bit of that control back of to what you like to eat, because no matter what range of information I might know, I might just not like the foods that you know best or know a lot of recipes. Some nutritionists have recipe blogs and beautiful pictures on Instagram. I'm not one of those people. I eat very, I'm going to say simple, uh, simple foods. So I will often refer you to, I'll be like, have a look on BBC Good Food, have a look on this website. Um, but I'm not going to give you super specifics. And if I did write meal plans, it would be a lot of collaboration to find what works for you. Whereas if you just say, you know what, I'm in control. I like these foods. I'm going to make them fit in a way that I know is best using gentle nutrition. So that leads us on to the next one. So meal plans very easily can become a diet just by another name. It's easy to put you on a restrictive diet under the guise of a meal plan, especially if anecdotally I think it worked. I don't do this, but I know a lot of people do. Oh, this many calories work roughly for me. We're about the same height. Um, add a little bit, minus a little bit. And actually, that's not enough to fuel you. Again, that idea of you may not tell me, you may feel a bit guilty or ashamed. So you're not going to tell me that that's not enough food. You may be eating more or you may actually be chronically under restricted, not feeling great. But you're like, this is what the nutritionist says. Just got to stick with it. This leads us on to the next one. Meal plans aren't for life. They're normally for a particular time period. So again, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks. They don't take into account birthdays, special occasions. We've just had Christmas. Things like that are not flexible in a meal plan. So rather than sticking with it and adapting your intake in a way that you might do when you have gentle nutrition or a bit more educated, you might say, oh, actually, I know that eating a meal with a lot of carbs, fat and protein makes me feel satisfied, makes me feel fuller and helps with my concentration. I'm going to have that in the morning, but unrestricted, going to enjoy all those Christmas foods. You'll just go, my meal plan says have this for dinner. I can't have that because it's Christmas time. Meal plan goes out the window. There's not a lot of flexibility. It is strict for that period of time during your life. And again, that links back to, would you want that for the rest of your life? Just four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks on that cycle forever. And then last one, I've kind of mentioned it a little bit, is meal plans can lead to that guilt shame cycle. Now, again, this might not happen to everyone. You may be thinking, actually, I followed meal plans. I've been absolutely fine. But for many people, especially if there's that diet side of things where you're a little bit restricted or you've just got a really hectic life and your meal plan doesn't quite accommodate and you're not in a place where you feel you can comfortably discuss that, work through it because there's just a lot of variations, you maybe constantly feel like you're failing your meal plan, failing to stick to it or it's just not working for you. And just like a diet, if it's not working for you, it's it that is failing. Or you need a bit more communication about this isn't working, why, maybe we need to change this, etc, etc. It is not you. But it's easy to feel like, especially if we're in New Year's, if someone gave you a meal plan, oh, I'm going to do this for January. If you don't stick to it, you go off the plan. You often feel like you failed. You failed that New Year's resolution and guilt, shame, etc can continue. It's easily done. I've done it previously, not with meal plans, but my young years, things like calorie counting apps. You input one meal and they have a traffic light system, red, amber, green, and it goes red and you're like, ah, I've messed up. Easily done. 
easy to spiral, especially when you're trying to be a bit more aware of your health, as kind of everyone is at this time of year. So moving away from meal planning into being a bit more aware of your food and using a nutritionist to educate you on what makes you feel full, satisfied and works with your life means that if you sort of go off plan in a way that you don't really have a plan, but if you have anything that's sort of out of what you expected, you're just aware, actually, this is what satisfies me. This is what I needed today. Okay, why did I have this? Can I notice patterns? Can I notice emotional triggers, etc, etc. And again, nutritionists are very aware of that idea of people often don't stick to a plan or they don't like to be forthcoming when they don't because of that game shame and guilt cycle. So just know that if we're ever recommending meals or educating you or and you feel like, oh, I've really fallen off the wagon, talk to your nutritionist about it, just as a side note, because we work from a place of non-judgment and we're not going to say, oh, that was terrible. It'll just be discussing through it. The more forthcoming you are, the more we can discuss actually ways to help your life rather than just, oh, you've come to me saying you want help with nutrition, but from your stories, sounds like you're satisfied, full and never out of control with food. Yeah, there's a disconnect there. Uh, leads us on to a sort of common query I get. And my background is being a personal trainer. I did my personal training course, was a personal trainer still do one-to-ones with clients absolutely love it however i have had many disagreements with personal trainers on meal plans we did one unit of nutrition very quick macros micros calories etc etc it was very weight loss focused as it generally is because in a personal training course for a majority of them they teach you that weight loss is the easiest way to make money get clients post some before and after pictures bang bang you've got loads of lots of clients coming in lots of income It all relates back to money. Diet culture is an industry. So nutrition is based on the area too, but it's only about one module and it's very general. But a lot of personal trainers or people within the fitness space will say, I'll write your meal plan, give me X amount of money. I'll write a quick 12 week one. I've worked with people who've just anecdotally said, here's everything I ate in a week. Do you want to write it down? You can do the same. There is a whole range of people out there of different backgrounds, different knowledge on nutrition that may work in the fitness field. This is why you will see on Instagram or LinkedIn, wherever you'll see on mine, I have my name and then the initials A-N-U-T-R, which means I, my degree was accredited by the Association for Nutrition and they check in on my learning and development. After a few years, you get R-N-U-T-R. So this will be on people's profiles. This is just a way to regulate it a little bit. If in doubt, you can always say, where did you study? What is your background with nutrition, etc., etc. But they still can't give you a meal plan unless they're a dietitian. And they, again, will tell you that they're a dietitian. And you may have had it where it did work before. You had a personal trainer at the gym or you had a friend who was into fitness who gave you a meal plan. And actually it worked for you. I'm not saying it won't work for some people. But overall, we're not allowed to do it. It may not be safe and it may not work for you, especially in the long run. So for me personally, if you reach out to work with me, if you say, can you write me a meal plan? Just know that my answer will probably be no. I will offer you some alternatives. Maybe we'll discuss why you want a meal plan or I may refer you on to a dietitian. But ultimately, I will not provide you with a specific meal plan. 
any questions or anything, do send me an email or DM on Instagram at Nourish to Practice. If you want to book a discovery call, so basically about a 20 minute chat and just talk through any help you would like and to chat about my services, again, I'll put that link below. And a little side note before we finish that meal plans are very different to meal prep. If things like ordering from a company that delivers you meals, even if they're quite specific on their grams and portions, absolutely fine. If that works for your practical hunger, it fits with your life. If they are imposing a meal plan on you, it may be different, but just having that practicality is absolutely fine. Um, I have used many of those in the past and quite enjoyed having just a stock of food in my freezer ready to go if I have a really hectic week. So meal prepping is one thing, meal planning is very different. Again, any questions, let me know.